plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. And a very good afternoon to you and welcome along live from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. Now, a couple of things that I want to mention to you uh, before we uh, get going today. I want to give a shout out to a couple of our show sponsors. And by the way, I can't tell you how uh, important it is for us to have show sponsors to enable us to do what we do uh, on Opinions Matter every day. And we ask you in return if um, any of the sponsors that we have on our program uh, interest you in what they're uh, selling, please do give them uh, your business. Now, the first of our sponsors that I want to mention today is the Bowron Buzz. This is a fantastic uh, company and the services that they offer are just unbelievable. And I'm, I'm joined on the line by Robbie Walsh from the Bowron Buzz. Robbie, explain to me, if you will, a little bit about what you do at the Baron Buzz. How are you doing, lads? Good to, good to, thanks for, for having me on. I appreciate it. It's good to talk to you. Um, so the Baron Buzz um, basically is a, a service that I, where we provide uh, lessons for children and adults uh, all across the board, basically. And um, we originally started off as a project to promote styles of Baron through small events in the trad world. And then we moved on to show people through events like Culture Night and how to, for, for people that never played before. Um, and it's been a huge success since then. So it's moved into schools now for primary schools and secondary schools, which is really great. And then also into the corporate kind of world as well for team building and events as well. And we also provide bands and dancers and everything for, for bigger Fantastic. events. So a lot of fun. Yeah. So t- tell me, Robbie, is the power on easy to learn? It's easy. It's like anything. It's like, it's easy to set off. But to get really good at it, I have students now that are all Ireland level. Have won all Ireland. I've won all Ireland myself. And to get up to that level takes time. But for anybody that just wants to start off, it's a great instrument. It's a great gateway instrument into music in general. Yeah. So that's why I get a lot of a lot of people come to me for that reason. You know, especially in the trad world. Okay. So uh, your company is called the Bowron Buzz. Uh, how would? Uh, how, where do I go for more information? You can have a look on thebaronbuzz.com or you. you could also uh, get in contact with me through um, email uh, via info at thebaronbuzz.com. Excellent. Robbie, I wish you the very best and thanks very much indeed for uh, being one of the current sponsors of the Opinions Matter podcast. Great to talk to you, Rob. Take care, lads. All the best. Thanks Take very care. much Bye-bye. indeed. That is Robbie Walsh. His company is thebowronbuzz.com and uh, if you're interested, uh, get, check them out. Visit the website thebowronbuzz.com and Bowron is spelled B-O-D-H-R-A-N thebowronbuzz.com And I just found out this very second that our Katie can actually yes. play the Baron. Who one knew? Of, one of my many talents is the Baron. Can you really? Yeah, yeah, no, I can. Yeah. I used oh. to, when I was in school, I was in the choir. So the Baron and Tin Whistle was... So would you be able to yeah. bash one out yes. for us? I, <laughs> I will happily bash one out for you. Could you? All right, okay, I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. I also want to give a, a mention and a shout out to another one of our uh, show sponsors that we're delighted to have on board with us on Opinions Matter. And that is Recruit.ie. Are you thinking of changing jobs, looking for a fresh start, a new path or better career opportunities? Well, at Recruit.ie, they are passionate about connecting companies with skilled talent. They cater for all industries and organize regular uh, virtual recruitment and tech career expos. So if you want to find your dream job, please visit their website, Recruit.ie and I was on the website just a while ago and they have jobs for absolutely everybody. So if you are in the market for a job at the moment, please do visit the website Recruit.ie where you will find thousands of uh, vacancies. Now, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's it's fairly self-explanatory. I'm going to read it to you. I'm not going to tell you whether I agree or disagree with this. I'm just going to read Kyle's message that he sent in to us on our WhatsApp earlier today to 085-825-2626. And here's what Kyle writes. Could you talk on your show about the fact that it's getting to the stage where Irish people are almost the minority in our own country? Now, relax there. Uh, He says, I live in an estate in Balbriggan and my neighbours are mostly foreign. 
Also, in my son's play school, he is one of four Irish kids in a class of 18. We have a massive homeless problem and our government is helping all the non-nationals while basically giving the two fingers to our own. We need to introduce strict border controls and sort out our own problems before helping everyone else. I'm really getting so annoyed and I think people need to start standing up and saying enough is enough. Am I on my own feeling like this? And that is from a guy called uh, Kyle. And this whole thing of um, we're a minority in our own country uh, is absolute bullshit. It is statistically inaccurate. It is uh, completely and utterly wrong. And yes, your son might be uh, one of four Irish kids in a class of 18, but that is not representative of the country at large. So that's absolute rubbish to say that we're almost a minority in our own uh, country. He, uh, Kyle goes on to say, we have a massive homeless problem and our government is helping all the non-nationals while giving the two fingers to our own. Again, Kyle That is just untrue, that the government is giving no help to Irish people and loads of help to foreign people. That is just ridiculous. He says, we need to introduce strict border control and sort out our own problems before helping everyone else. I'm really getting annoyed, uh, and I think we people need to start standing up and saying enough is enough. Am I on my own feeling like this? And this is from a guy called uh, Kyle. Mm. And that's the conversation that we want to have with you. So I'm, I'm calling him out on half of that is, mm-hmm. is absolute bullshit. Yeah. It is. Well, we're not a minority. No. Um, that's that's like, a where, I, don't, I don't know where he's getting that from. But... Uh, <sighs> Last time we covered something like this, I was called a racist, which I'm very much not. Um, But I can understand his anger. We do have an issue here in this country, a homeless crisis that is being completely overlooked. It's been going on. It's been particularly bad for the past five years. And they're not doing anything about it. Like, I'm very much for, you know, anyone who wants... We don't own Ireland. We don't own this land. Anyone who wants to come here, come. We... The Irish are very welcoming people generally. Um, but like, I mean, people coming in from other countries to sponge off the dough, I have an issue there. Just as I, the same as I would with Irish people sponging. Um, okay, but here's the thing. Um, we have an open borders policy where it comes to the European Union. Yes. Anybody from Poland, from um, Spain, mm-hmm. from France, they're all welcome to come and live and work yeah. here. And that's part of yeah. the joy of the European Union. Similarly, we can go and live and yeah. work in Poland or Portugal yeah. or Greece or wherever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that is part of being part of that big club yep. where uh, Kyle is saying that we uh, need to shut down the borders, basically. Uh, Kyle, in order to do that, we have to do what the Brits did and we have to leave the European Union. Is that what any of us want? Okay, well, let's not get, let's not get really political about it. Let's just keep to the debate. If, if it was an option to close the floodgates in Ireland, would you do it? Yes or no? But it's not an option. But let, let, for the sake of it is an option if you do what the Brits do. The Brits can now shut their borders down, and they have done, and they've restricted the amount of Europeans that can come into the United Kingdom uh, because they voted to leave the European Union. Uh, but is that the conversation that we want to have here? Some people are annoyed because, um, like, okay, so uh, we've taken in, I don't know how many Ukrainians now. How many? Well, nearly 50,000. 50,000. And, you know, they're, flo- they're fleeing a war-torn country for their lives. Um, absolutely welcome them in with open arms. But I have to ask, why is it that all of a sudden when the Ukrainian people needed help, we can suddenly give them help, but that help wasn't there for the people who are on the streets? Why is it all suddenly available? Because suddenly there's this uh, major international crisis where uh, where a country uh, invades another country. I understand. uh, Bombs, apartment blocks, bombs, towns and villages all over Ukraine. And we, were we meant to just say, oh, no, we're not having no, any of that? absolutely not. As I said... Because we could if, have. If, if, we could have. We people, could have said we want nothing to do with this. I know. Because Ukraine well, isn't in the European awful. Union. I, these people need help. They need refuge. But what I'm saying is, why is it suddenly available when they need it, but they couldn't do anything? They can't do this for our own. And for our own, for anyone who comes at me with our own, I mean Irish people. For our own Irish people. I'm not saying that, you know... I don't own, nobody owns this land. Everybody's welcome. Unless okay, one ground. of the things that Kyle says in his message, we uh, need to introduce strict border control and stop and sort out our own problems before helping everyone else. 
does Kyle mean we should throw out all the Ukrainians, send them off packing? Off you go, lads, back to your country and uh, take your chances. I think, you know, I don't think it's fair to uh, direct your anger at the non-nationals. You know, a lot of... But that's uh, what his whole message is. His, anger, his whole message is, yes, but his in my son's, be, son's play school, he's one of four kids in a class of 18. But his anger should be directed at the government. For what? If, if he's angry, it's the government that are allowing this to happen. Allowing what to happen? We opened our arms, as you just said a moment ago. Yeah. Uh, the Ukrainians, come on in, please. We we uh, want to look after you. And 50,000 of them have come though, over here. And I don't know how strongly people are vetted. If people are going to come into this country, one, do it legally. Two, there should be strong vetting. Because people are coming in, you don't know where they're coming from, what their background is, what their intentions are. And I don't know, are... Are you vetted? Set I assume before you're uh, granted leave to stay, yes, you are vetted, yeah. But not when you come into the country first. When you come in and claim asylum at Dublin Airport, um, you're not vetted there and then. No, but... You're sent off to Gormanstown or wherever. But they are vetted. They will be eventually vetted, yes. Eventually. But what's the... Is there, you know, if somebody's coming in with a multitude of convictions... Um, it could take quite a while before we realise that. That's, it could take that, quite a while. That's not good enough. That's just the way it is. Somebody arrives into this country with uh, no papers and they say, I need asylum uh, because I'm, um, my life is in danger in my home country. Um, we will eventually look into their background, look into... Eventually, uh, that's not good enough. It should be immediate. It should you, be you, as soon how as could as you someone... possibly do it immediately? How could you possibly at Dublin Airport do it immediately, a full vetting process? No, they go, process. Off, they go off to wherever it is they're staying in the interim, yeah? It shouldn't take more than two weeks to but vet. it does. But it that's, shouldn't. That's the re- okay, but that's the conversation we want to have with you. Our number is 085-825-2626. Let's get involved. Uh, Louise, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Louise? Hi, guys. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Louise. Well, what did you want to say on this? Uh, guys, what, what's your reaction to that guy, Kyle's message? <sighs> Guys, enough is enough because we should look after our own before we take anyone else in. I am a volunteer for, of uh, different soup runs uh, in town mm-hmm. and I've seen this firsthand where people are dying on the streets in tents or having kids in emergency accommodation. Enough is enough. And I've also, I've sorry, also, yeah, go on. I've also seen people queuing in the streets in the lash and the rain with their kids, small kids and buggies. Kids are walking fulfilled. Just so they can, just so the kids can get something to eat. And and again, it is awful in 2022 uh, yeah. Ireland to see yeah. this sort of thing. Yeah. And we've seen all of the uh, all of I've the pictures been... that have gone viral of kids. And, uh, you know, um... and you know what, Adrian is I I witnessed this about uh, going back a good few months. Now I mean a good few months. I got talking to uh, this family who were made homeless. Their baby was two weeks old at the time. Mm-hmm. And I said, where are you living? And they said, in a tent in Stevens Square. With a two-year-old child. With a two-year-old child and a two-week-old child. Back then. Yeah. Right. So no, I, I, meant, I Okay, I, here, here, I, here's I the bottom line. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Louise, Louise that it is yeah. disgraceful. Enough. But, it's uh, enough, Adrian. Okay, but uh, and you know when, you say, okay, when you say enough is enough, enough of what is enough? Enough of helping other people when our own are dying on the streets in front of our eyes. Okay, now you're, ma- you're making it sound, made- sorry Louise, you're making it sound like there are people dropping dead on the street every day. That is not the fact. But no, but I'm not saying that. There is hungry, there is people, Adrian, who are homeless, who are dying on the streets. I know there is because I've seen it. No, no I, I'm, not dis- I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm merely saying it's not happening every single day. The way- no, it's not no. happening every day. No, it's not. No, it's not. But the people who should be looked after force is the Irish, is the old people force, then the Irish people, and then take in, our, take in whoever. So what do you but want to do with the, the, with the 50... Th- around. Hang on. What, the other way around. What do you want to do with the 50,000 Ukrainians that we have here in Ireland now? Do we want to tell them to piss off back home? But, uh, but if you had to read, read this anyway, they're taking off going home because one of them said, uh, it is a family that I was reading... Um, their article on on Facebook the other day and said that Ireland wasn't welcome welcome in them enough, so they're going back anyway. So let them go back. I'll, g- I'll give you a story. I was at the playground uh, recently with my um, my two kids, and there was I got talking to a woman who actually turned out she was from the Ukraine. She left um, because of the war. Um, she was given out. She's staying in a hotel, a lovely hotel. You know the hotel. Yeah. And um, the mm-hmm. whole hotel is basically non-existent now because it's it's being used primarily to. Um, As Ukrainians, yes. yeah. 
And she's given out about the food. Yeah, exactly. Given out about the food. I kind of thought, you see, like, you know, we're welcoming you. We're doing our best. But she was yeah. giving out about the food like cheeky bitch. So, what can, so, so in that case, Adrian, what can you do? Enough is enough. Like they're not, they're not liking what we're doing for them. No, so that, that's not. Hang on, that's not. Fa- that's not fair that they're not all liking what we're doing for them. That's no, one story, lot, Katie. There's a lot of them that are very, very grateful, and I'm sure. <coughs> yes. for every there's person, so there's, there's, there's probably isn't. fifty who are there delighted. Was so yeah, but that that yeah, attitude of you know, yeah. oh, I'm not happy yeah, exactly. with the meals. Uh, walk, yeah, Katie, walk down exactly. Okay, but, uh, but again, Louise, I'm yeah. asking you: Would you like to see the government say to um, the Ukrainians, "Okay, uh, off you go, back home again"? Um, yeah, well, yeah, it sounds. Uh, that sounds real wrong, but yeah, enough is enough. Yeah, and when it comes to homeless people in this country, Adrian, and enough is enough. This everybody Simple knows. Ass. This is racism. This is racism. You can't say anything no, anymore about racism. being a racist or a homophobe or a xenophobe yeah. or a, yeah. all these words That's being thrown out. For if you racism judge somebody an and tar them based on the colour of their skin or where they're from or yeah. their religion, then yeah, yeah, that is racism. But I mean, there's yeah. wanting, questioning why there's still this homeless crisis is ongoing and ongoing exactly. for so long. That doesn't make yeah. you racist. Okay, but stay there for one second. Um, because hey, can I, I say something? You can, Louise. Go on, yeah. Right. So if um, if they put a Ukraine up in a posh hotel and they're moaning about the fields and you have, on the other hand, a, a lovely young couple who, who then had a two-week-old baby and a two- or three-year-old in a tent, why, why is that fair? No, no, I, I, I'm not saying it's fair. Um, I'm not saying it's right. Do you right. know what I mean? Um, Do you know what I mean? And I've seen this, Adrian. I've seen kids with their mothers sleeping on cardboard boxes on the streets as well. Hmm. Okay, stay, Louise, stay there for one second if you can, please. What do you make of that attitude? She would like... The government to say to Ukrainians, oh, well, listen, I know there's bombs still dropping in your country, but look, head on, come on, back you go. Seriously, man, what, like... What? No, you can't send them back. I mean, they're, they're fleeing for their lives and for their kids' lives. I would right. hate to be in that, that Absolutely. situation. It would be horrific. I mean, up until how many months ago, they were normal people going yeah. about their day Absolutely. just like I've we been are. in Ukraine. It's a beautiful um, country. So, yeah. And uh, suddenly... Um, no, you can't. They another country decides that we, we want that. They need help. But I do agree that there is an element of we are very quick to help everybody else while ignoring or turning a blind eye to the to our to the problems we have here at home, and it's just not good enough. Alan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Alan? Hey, Adrian. Hey, Katie. How are um, you? Well, good. Thanks, Alan. Well, Alan, what did you want to say on this? Yeah, look, you can't compare. Unfortunately, like I agree with everything that people are saying about the homeless. Hundred percent, it's a big problem. But you can't compare the Ukrainian refugees to that. Like, look what's going on in the country. <clears throat> like, Absolutely. It, yeah. You know, if that was us, and which it has been in history, and we had to leave Ireland, surely people in another country. Like, you know, we've all seen the videos, we've all seen documentaries. Like, honestly, like, you know, that one I watched the other day, War at Home, like, Jesus, like 28 years of age, I mean, we have to go through. And people are trying to compare it, and it's just, it's, yeah, you can't compare the homeless. I'm sorry. I agree, but. You can't say to the, the Ukrainians now, we can't have you anymore, go back to a madman invading the country. It, it, it's crazy. Okay, but well, one of the arguments that, is, one of the heard. arguments that I'm hearing is, uh, you know, we've had this homeless crisis for a long time and a lot of people believe it's not being dealt with properly and suddenly... We're able to put uh, a roof, I know it's been difficult, I'll admit, uh, but suddenly we're able to put a roof over the heads of 50,000, uh, or almost 50,000 Ukrainians. Now, the argument is, if we were able to do it for them, why couldn't we uh, house our own? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, and that's an issue that, that maybe the people need to start bringing up with, with these politicians. Um, I'll tell you a good one, just how, how screwed up the system is. There's a guy now, okay, and he's unemployed, right? Which ties into your topic. He gets unemployed, okay? All of his adult life. His auntie, his, his grandmother died, and the auntie moved into the house, and he got the apartment, right? So this is a plush apartment or whatever. Now, in the meantime, he's ever getting an apartment of the social welfare, 
and he has about four or five months and hasn't hasn't moved in. Like, really? So you've got, My God! Yeah. Yes, you know. So you've got you've got people like that. that just, and in fact, only on on a recent podcast, we spoke to a guy who's been on uh, social welfare for fifteen years and also out working doing nixers, and yeah. that really annoyed people. So yeah, no, I t- I do take the point that you're trying to make, but that yeah. wouldn't be the case for every. No, no, absolutely not. And as I said, it, you know, it, 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 for me, I think it's a different issue than the refugees coming into the homeless because I just think the homeless situation is an absolute disgrace and anyone who says it isn't needs the head examined and maybe that's why as all these people that are writing in saying or whatever maybe the next time there's, there's elections on maybe that's the questions that we need to start asking these politicians going what are you going to do with the homeless what are you going to do with the social welfare enough is enough Sort out, you know. You know, we have to start asking these questions instead of. Okay, but, uh, here's the that. worry um, I feel when I when I read a message like the message that I read out from Kyle that uh, we need to close the borders and bloody bloody blah, blah. That was the exact conversation that they were having in the UK uh, six or seven years ago, which ultimately led to the United Kingdom leaving the European Union so that they could close their borders and stop Europeans coming in. That's really what that conversation led to. Uh, do we want to go down that road? That's what really what we need to talk about. Definitely not. Um, I don't think so. Mm. No, I don't either. You haven't actually you given know? your opinion, Adrian. I don't think we need to leave the European Union. Certainly not. Would Absolutely be... not. I think Ireland is a net beneficiary of being in the European oh, Union. No, I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about this topic, not being in the. About EU. closing the borders. That's what this guy is saying. No. We need to close yeah. our borders. Do you not agree, though, that there is an issue being overlooked here in Ireland? Because if you say what, no, that we're a very you're generous being very nation. Politically correct. No, we're no, no. We're a generous nation, and we should. We're a wealthy nation. We should help out people who need it. Well, then what's the problem? But are you honestly saying that you don't think that Irish people are overlooked? I believe that Irish people, generally speaking, uh, uh, most homeless people in Ireland have somewhere to lay their head, be it a, a, an inappropriate hotel room or whatever. That's not good enough. You're, you're nearly saying... There, okay, sorry, there are some people who choose to sleep in tents because they don't want to be in a, in a hostel. That's a minority. The point I'm trying to make is there is nobody who is homeless in Ireland that just gets the two fingers and gets told to piss off. Well, by somebody living in a hotel room with two kids, they are being given the two fingers. No. That they, is the two fingers. It's not ideal. Everybody has it's a right not, to a home. But the Ukrainians are being put in hotel rooms as well. What's the difference? It's not but like the they're po- being given brand new houses. But the point is that, you know, pe- people can't get into emergency accommodate or, yeah, the hostels. I know there's a problem with homeless people sometimes getting into hostels because there's no space. So why... There are some people who don't want to go into the hostels because there, people, there might though. be drugs or whatever. We're not talking about those people. And you saying that, you know, that the government, that they're staying in hotel rooms and nearly saying that, well, it's, it's okay, they're not really homeless because they're in a hotel room. That's not good enough. And you're being very, very politically correct if if you're, if you're not going to admit that the Irish people are being overlooked. No, I don't believe the Irish people are being completely overlooked in favour of foreigners. If, no, no, I don't. No, not in favour no. of foreigners. I'm not talking about foreigners. Leave foreigners out of the equation. No, I'm, I'm agreeing. We, we shouldn't have homelessness. We it's shouldn't have 10,000 people uh, homeless. But that's not nothing to do with uh, Ukrainians because we had, that, uh, we had that all along. Would you agree with that, Alan? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And... Um, like, you know, you're saying there, the woman, Ukrainian woman was giving out about the food or that, like, you know, that, that she's speaking to you in a second language. She could have said, I just don't like the food. I'm missing my food. I don't think she was being anything, you know, I don't think it was, it was to make a big deal out there. Either, you know, just well, Casey, you called her a cheeky bitch. Yeah, oh, like, like giving out about the food because it's not up to your standard. I mean, because that is... It's not what she's used to. That's all, maybe that's all she meant. No, 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 yeah, no. She got... she said she just didn't like the food. It's not about the menu or what she's... But it, It's just the actual... She's not happy about the food. She says it's it's tastes shite. Uh, yeah, okay. Does she not have the right to say that she doesn't like the food? No, no, no. It's it's. I don't have a problem with somebody making a comment about not liking the food. It was the way in which she was saying it it was a real it just if it, it's it felt entitled it felt cheeky if i am going over and somebody's helping so be, me out, because hang on, because she's being helped she should just keep her little mouth no, shut no not at all but the way she was going on about it was you'd swear she was paying 300 quid a night in this place yeah, now if they're the being served shy food or, or food or unhealthy what about, food what, what about the well, homeless people that are in a hotel that have refused a, a house for her because they want to live closer to their mother. And yeah, and, and, and again, we, we, we've we spoken about that on this podcast on, on many occasions. And... Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, if you're on the housing list and you turn down a house for any reason, like it's not near enough to public transport or it's not um, close enough to your mom or if it's too far to travel to school, feck off, get off the list. Go buy a house. Okay, that was a conversation yeah. for another yeah. podcast. But, but yes, yes, I agree that that is abused as well. Do me a favour, stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Alan. I want to uh, bring in this WhatsApp voice note from Dave. Hey, lads. Um, listen, I can't come on because I'm in work there, but um, yeah, I kind of agree with that guy. Um, I think we're taking in way too many refugees and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I think it's too handy. They, they come over here and they just, they're just getting everything handed to them on a plate. Like, I was, I'll just tell you about this. I, I was down the country last weekend. I had to do a job down, uh, I won't say what town it was or what hotel it was, but I was staying over in a hotel. So I was in the bar having dinner anyway with another lad, and we got talking to the manager. The manager says that there's a Ukrainian family there, him, the wife, the two kids, and he's finding it very hard to get staff uh, in his bar and in the lounge area. So he decided that he'd offer the, the Ukrainian guy, the, the man, a job, like uh, just waiting on tables or, you know, doing whatever like that and the Ukrainian guy turned around and he refused it and he said no I'm, I'm not doing it because uh, I lose too much money and the, the guy that owns the hotel was saying well like you know what do you mean you're going to lose too much money no I'll, I'll lose 700 euro a week that's what we get like so if I take up a job for you uh, I'll lose that 700 euro and I can't afford to uh, lose that 700 euro a week and he refused the job in the actual hotel like now I'm not getting 700 euro a week and this guy this, this guy's getting like 700 quid handed to him and the wife and the two kids while being put up in a hotel and the chances are they're going to be put up in a hotel until they find a house like and they're going to get put into a house I see it all over the place I see these people getting houses everywhere and like people say oh no they're not getting houses they are they are getting houses I work with a fella I work with a Polish fella and uh, two years ago he got a house up for me and it was it's him the wife and uh, the daughter and he got a house up the road for me uh, a three bed house and it didn't it didn't suit him so he put in a transfer and he got moved to another brand new house over the far side of the town like what is going on like and there's people living in tents in St. Stephen's Green ah uh, lads it's a joke Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. Okay, let me go to uh, Edward. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Edward? Matt, Katie. Look, we, first of all, we need to start a group to stop these fakers picking on Katie now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm serious now. Enough is enough. Now. I mean, this second, this second, bell, these bells he's coming on and accusing her of racism, and then when she raises the issue about food, which is perfectly correct about, I might add, these fussy fuckers coming in complaining about our grub. There's nothing wrong with the grub. Okay, uh, if you, might you, you might be used to it if you're Ukrainian. I, I was in Ukraine. I didn't like Ukrainian food. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, she wasn't given out about. She was given out about the, 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 She didn't like the standard of the food. Oh, sod off. You want... Oh, oh, <laughs> exactly. Give me, give me a break. Mm-hmm. But look, at anyway, to come back to the, to the original poster, uh, his point, I do agree that they're, uh, they're you know, uh, letting far too many people, and we simply no longer have the space to accommodate those sort of volumes. I mean, look, as Adrian indicated, we have, sitting out in Gormanstown as we speak, a clatter of people living in tents. And yet we have places like Eta's in Port Rand, right next door to where you broadcast from, sitting vacant. This is the type of ridiculousness we're dealing with. There is vast amount of homeless people in Ireland at the moment. Over 115 homeless people, Adrian, died last year in that streets. Did you know that? 115? 115, 300 since 2018. That's a fact. I'm not pulling that off the top of my head. I'm a journalist. I was doing research into this only last week. 115 people died, registered homeless last ah, year. No, that's different uh, to actually dying on the streets. No, no, they did die on the streets in various other locations, you know, from, from a result of being homeless. I mean, these are registered homeless. But that doesn't even that doesn't even give us the figure, the true figure, because there are people who are not recorded. There are people who are homeless who are living at the back of vans and cars and tents and forests and various other locations. The hidden homeless or the couch surfaces, as we describe them. 
they're all not being recorded. Okay, so so what do you... Uh, this guy who sent us the message, Kyle, he says, we need to introduce strict border control and sort out our own problems before helping anyone else. He essentially wants us to say, no more Ukrainians, no more... Pe- if another war breaks out, no, we're not taking any of you. He wants us to turn our back on people who, whether we like it or not, uh, Edward, are in a much more dire situation than we are. I don't think this is about turning your back on people. I think what he's trying to get at from his message, I think what he's trying to get at is that we need to sort out what's going on here first. We're always going to need, we're always going to have problems. Nobody's suggesting we turn our back on people. But not enough has been done. People who are in dire need like this. Nobody's suggesting that. And nobody would dare suggest we turf them out. What we need to do is we need to get real. We need to get our feet back in the ground. I mean, at the moment, the HSE simply cannot cope with the current crisis in our housing situation. Okay, we need, first of all, to look at our priorities. Do we look after Ukrainians or do we look after the existing homeless? There's over 10,000 of the register now, Adrian. Come on. No, I'm aware of that. I'm, I'm, I'm not dissing that for one second. You're not dissing yeah, it, but, but you're kind of saying well, they're not really homeless. Because no, I didn't say that. No, it, it's implied that they're not as much in need. As the people they don't have bombs falling on their heads, no. But nobody's saying send the no, Ukrainian no, no, people no, no, home. No, no, but why not help no, everyone? That's not a fair analogy. That's not a fair analogy, Adrian, to suggest that you know that, that somebody who doesn't have a, a bomb falling on their head. Yes. Uh, is, is, is in any well, okay, I, I, I want to read a message that has come in to us, okay? Um, and uh, have a listen to this, both of you. It says, yeah. I have called Ireland my home for approximately 15 years. I arrived here in 2008. I've worked full-time and paid tax all this time, never claimed anything from social welfare. I've learned the language, I participate in the local culture, and I feel that I contribute to my community more than many. My tax helps to pay for a portion of the services this country provides to its own, in inverted commas. Um, The person goes on to say, uh, the skill set I possess is something my employer needed badly because they were struggling to fill my position with Irish own. Uh, Goes on to say, we're in a homeless crisis, all right, but we are also in an, an employment crisis. So many industries are struggling to find people willing to work. If the borders were closed, what would happen then? I've sat on a bus or stood in a queue at a store overhearing people making negative comments towards foreigners that I am one of. I just kept my head down and stayed quiet to hide my accent. It is extremely hurtful. And that is from uh, one of our uh, listeners. Now, this is the, the, the risk of having a conversation like this, that mm-hmm. somebody uh, like that lady, and it's a woman who sent us in that message, feels sidelined, feels unwanted, feels unloved, even though she contributes to our state more than, for example, the gobshite we had on yesterday, Who who's on the work. dole for 15 years. Yeah. Now, honestly, Edward, lot- this is the point that I'm trying to make. It is wrong to be having a conversation about foreign nationals in such a negative way way. Oh, stop. Ah, no, no, stop. no. Listen to the, hang on. Me. No, lads. Listen to that lady's uh, message. You're in the wrong, you're in the wrong game if you're going to say it's wrong to have a conversation about this no. because this, we, we have listen conversations. To, listen to the last sentence. I have sat on a bus or stood in a queue at a store overhearing people making negative comments towards foreigners that I'm one of. I just kept out my head down so that they didn't hear my accent. Shame on she, us she that she feels that way. Oh, Adrian, shame on us. Why are you claiming anger. shame for I, I something? they're misdirecting their anger yes. at the wrong people. Yeah. It's not their fault. It's not the Ukrainians' fault that we're in the mess we're in. It's the government. Okay. It's very, very easy to blame the Ukrainian. I, 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 I'm not for that. I think what we need to do is we need to look at our own politicians and our, and our management, how government are behaving. They're behaving atrociously. Okay, they're bringing in people and they actually have nowhere to put them. That's fine in principle. I accept that, you know, look, we're we're, we're doing the charitable thing, but find a place for these misfortunes, for the love of Jesus. No, they are. They're doing their best. They are doing their best. They're doing their best, Adrian. They're doing far from that. I'd love to see things from their point of view, but I don't think I'd get my head that far up my arse, to be honest, dealing with some of the fellas I spoke to last week. Where is the accommodation? There is plenty of it, buddy. Plenty of it out there. There's, there's accommodation in Galway. There's accommodation in Dublin. It's there. They just won't open it up. They've boarded all these places up. Oh, that, that makes it. me sick when you drive by houses that are boarded up and there's people who so badly need them. 
700, Katie. Okay, let me ask you then, uh, Edward. The message says that we need to uh, tighten up our uh, borders. Do you agree with that? No, I don't. I don't think it makes any difference because we're part of the European Union. Correct. What's that going to solve? We're going to have a load of boats coming up on the beach next week then. Okay, stay there for one second. I want to go to uh, Tom. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Tom? Hey, Agent. How's it going? I'm good, um, thanks, Tom. What did you want to say? You, 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 you used to be homeless. I was homeless for eight years, Agent. Homeless for eight years. And I was lucky enough three years ago I got my house in Lucan. Um, now, I was involved in Apollo House, as you well know. I spoke about this before. Um, so I'm a very big homeless activist um, now I'm all for the Ukrainians and everything else coming into the country but join the queue like everybody else like you have the direct provision centres which I'm not a fan of that needs to be done away with mm-hmm. but the, the Ukrainians should have went onto this direct division um, into these direct division centres like, like the rest you have Palestinians you have Afghans uh, I'm sorry, uh, sorry the reason the reason that didn't happen Tom uh, just to clarify this because people have asked that question the reason that Ukrainians weren't put into direct provision is because the European Union granted fleeing Ukrainians the same rights as European citizens so they were yeah, well, I, I understand that I understand that but they're not in Europe they're not part of the European Union. So I understand that, but when the, when the hang on, the but when the war not, when the war broke out, the European Union decided to grant I, fleeing Ukrainians uh, the same rights as European Union citizens. That's what's happened, that, and that's why the, that. that's why they weren't put into direct provision because they weren't claiming asylum. I get that, and I agree with uh, I accept what you're saying, but this should not have happened. Okay, but that's like crying over spilled milk. That's, have, that you, is what you happened. You have you have. You have these Ukrainians. Now, again, bring them in. We can't have these people in that type of situation. Bring them in. But why are they being put into the likes of Grange Gorman where there's a gallon load of tents being set up and air homeless? Uh, now, can I ask you one question before I just finish that uh, uh, speech? When was the last time, Adrian, you walked down Henry Street or Grafton Street at night? You're you're on this uh, you're on a, 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 a show like this. When was the last time you took a stroll down Grafton Street or Henry Street at uh, night? Uh, about three months ago. Right, and you've seen obviously you did. You, you would have witnessed then uh, people sleeping in doorways. Absolutely, and yep. uh, the same. So why? Have we got Irish sleeping in doorways, right? But yes, you have Ukrainians being given this uh, whole Grange Garmin campus to sleep in. Intense, the by the way, intense. In, I know it's intense, but they're still under, they're still out of the weather. They're still out of the weather. This was the exact point army, I made earlier army on. Why can they tense. do it all of a sudden, but it couldn't be done before? Exactly. Now, the other point I want to ask you was, Monday morning, you had uh, in a uh, Sean Houston house on Park Age Street was raided by Gardaí. I spoke, and uh, and I, sp- I spoke to them on the radio the other day, yeah. I, I heard that, and they were taken out for um, for being in an idle building. So, if, you can, if you're bringing in people into the country and you've nowhere to put them, then why are you closing places like this down? When they're doing no harm, Okay, Tom, I, I, I understand the motivation behind uh, that campaign, for example, and I spoke to the people behind it the other day. I spoke to some of the people uh, that were in the place when it was raided. But what I heard, um, uh, what I argued with them was... You can't just take something that is not yours and decide you're going to invite people to come and live in it. It, it, it isn't their building. And I, and I gave the comparison, and I got into trouble over it, but I gave the comparison that Vladimir Putin saw a part of Ukraine and he said, I want that, I'm taking that for me. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I, 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 and again, I, I get where you're coming from, but what are we meant to do, Agent? Let people die on the streets. We're going into the winter. People have had enough. People are going to people die are angry. on the streets. Did you say the government are doing their best? Do they, is that something you said? No, no, not doing their best. No, no, not, not yourself. Not Sorry, Adrian, did you say I the go- said the government are <laughs> doing their best. Their best isn't good enough. Oh, stop. They're doing well, their Adrian, best. Well, taking want, their big salary increases. Stop. They're doing their best. If they were doing their well, best, this wouldn't this be an issue. Agent. You actually said that there's people out there giving the two fingers 
uh, and saying fuck off to, to, to the hospital. That's what you said. If, if, uh, no, what I, no, what I, no, what I said was there are people that won't stay in hostels because of the bloody condition in some of them. Um, no, and, no, no, and, no. Do, do, do you know why they won't come into hostels? Because they're terrified. Did you ever ask yes. why they won't come into hostels? Yeah, no, I'll tell you why. Yeah, For security on. reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't feel safe in these hostels. And like I said, the, the, the woman that I spoke to the other day in Park 8 House, she was explaining to me that she doesn't do drugs, she doesn't do alcohol, and she doesn't want to stay in a hostel which is full of both. And that was her issue. And I get that. I completely and totally understand that. Then, can I ask you a question then? Then why is the, is the Dublin Regional Homeless Executive, right, which is DCC, giving all their, uh, their uh, hostels to one charity, to one homeless charity that have 90% of the homeless uh, hostels in Dublin that has proved time and time and time again that they are failing. Okay, I, I, can, I, can, so I can't... Why, why okay, can't I can, we not go somewhere else? At this moment in time, I can, I don't have an answer to uh, that question, but I want to I wrap up, uh, Tom, by asking you this. Um, the message that we got from the guy in the first place, Kyle, was um, he was stating a load of shite about how um, we're almost a minority in our own country. Rubbish. He says, uh, my son's play school, he's one of four kids out of a class of 18. That may be true, but that doesn't mean we're a minority. Uh, he says we have massive homeless problems. We all agree with that. And then he goes on to say that we need to introduce strict border control and sort out our own problems before helping everyone else. Do you agree with that, Tom? Do you think we need to shut down our borders and even think about leaving the European Union? Well, look, I'd love Ireland to leave the European Union. I'd love it. But I don't think we need to close the borders. We obviously have been a, a, a country for, what, umpteen years of peacekeepers, and that's what we are. But we also have to, anybody more helping needs to come in and join the queue that's already there. We've 10,757 people on a homeless list. People that want help, no problem, we can help you. But unfortunately, you're going to have to join that queue. So then we wouldn't have been able to help any Ukrainians. Sorry? Then we wouldn't have been able to invite in uh, the thousands of Ukrainians that we've been... No, 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 no. We, no, of course we could have. Of course we could have. We could have helped them. Of course we could have brought them in, agents. You just have to join the queue that's, that's there. Like, if they can open up... Again, we go back to this, the, the conversation. We got, if they can open up these Grange garments and open it up and ask the FBI and the rugby unions and sports clubs to open up their doors, why can't we do that for the homeless? Okay, I take your point. Stay there for one second if you can, please. I want to play uh, this WhatsApp voice note that has come in to us from Sinead. My blood's boiling listening to this. I'm uh, one of our own. I'm sick. I I wish we could actually ban that phrase, our own. I'm married to a non-national. He has worked in this country since the day that he arrived. And I'm actually sick and tired of this what about the Irish? What about our own? There is a homeless crisis. It's what about the people living in Ireland? Stop saying our own. Stop saying Irish nationals because it's offensive. It's offensive to anyone that lives here that wasn't born in this country. And there's plenty here that were born, not born in this country that are paying taxes for anyone that's homeless regardless of their nationality. Yes, there's a homeless crisis here. Absolutely. But stop with their own shit. I'm sick of it. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. Now, Katie, you wanted to react to uh, the message that I played there just a moment ago. I despair. I'm so offended. Don't say this. Don't say that. Would you Listen to what she said. She's married to a foreign man. My father is French. My dad is French. Yeah. I'm not getting offended by it on his behalf. But by saying our own, we're not trying to offend anyone. We're using it as a term to to to, to describe people who were born in Ireland. It's not meant to be offensive. It's just a term. Seriously ridiculous. Fuck. Sorry. Oh my god. I, I'm just our own is what is being said over and over but again. Listen is, to that lady's nobody message. Means it. She said her husband is here. He's paying his taxes. What my the dad hell? Is here. He's paying his taxes. My dad's lived here for what thirty something years before I was born. Okay, but your dad is adding to uh, poor old uh, Kyle feeling that we're a minority in our own country because he hears your dad's French accent. For God's sake. Ridiculous! It does. It's not the point. It's it's, it's lumping just, everybody in together. That's the problem. Oh, stop! Stop! You and by using it? expressions, oh. by using expressions like our own, 
Your dad you isn't one of our so, own. You so, so afraid to say anything in case I'm not you afraid offend. to say anything. Oh, you're, you're afraid of your own shadow. You're afraid to offend anyone. You're afraid someone's going to... Listen, if you're easily offended, this isn't the show for you. Our own isn't meant to insult or offend anyone. It's just... And it clearly has. It's just... It's the lady whose message I read out a couple of minutes ago, um, yeah. that, that voice note that I played a couple of minutes ago, but, they are offended. It's almost like she's saying using the term our own is racist. Nobody what? means it to be offensive or insulting. It's just a phrase that is... So when do you become one of our own then? Is your dad one of our own? He was born in France. He's not. I don't think it matters where anyone's from. I think if someone needs help, give them help. But like getting that offended, my blood is boiling because you said our own. Like, hop on. I, I, I've spoken to Sinead before on the show. I'm, I'm very fond of Sinead. I really, really, really like Sinead. But in, in this instance, I'm going to have to say, come on. Am, am I on my own here and thinking that? Uh, that's the conversation we're having. Let me go to um, Samantha. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Samantha. Hi, you guys. I can't get over this conversation today. Why? Our own is offending somebody, saying our own is offensive. Seriously, yeah. Okay, hang on. Again, I'm going to read out the message that I got uh, from the lady who has to mind her bloody accent when she's on a bus so that people don't start giving her grief. Now, that is shite. I'm sorry. sorry. That is disgraceful. That is disgraceful. That is disgusting. But that's because of this mentality. She's not one of our own. She sounds different. Therefore, we should dislike her. It's absolute okay. bullshit. First of all, my dad has lived here for 30-something years and he has never found that the Irish people anything but welcoming. Yes, that is disappointing and unfortunate and it's shameful, but I think the majority of Irish people are welcoming. Those kind of people shouldn't matter. They, okay, they sorry, shouldn't. Samantha, why are you finding this conversation annoying? I'm just wound up listening to it all. I have to say, I'm all for helping people, especially the Ukraine people that come in from a war-torn country. And I've said this before on the show. I'd open the doors for them, you know, but... It's the others that are coming in on the back of that. We watched a program here on the telly one night and I can't even think of the name of it. And it was showing the people coming in and the sadness of them. And it was heartbreaking to watch with our, with our children. Mm-hmm. But then we see other people coming in, Indians, Africans, on the same on the same boat of whatever this was going to be, you know, coming in and saying they're coming from a war-torn country. And they weren't children. They weren't women, they were men. And it was on the television. And myself and my husband sat there and he says, well, he doesn't look Ukraine. He doesn't look like a child. These people had beards and moustaches. Okay, I saw that same video and it wasn't on television. It was one of our citizen journalists who uh, filmed it at Dublin Airport. Is that the one you're talking about? Where Sorry, he went to- yeah, you, yeah, you're dead right. Okay, dead right. It, it wasn't on the television, it was on social media, Sorry, but it was one of right. our so-called citizen journalists. Now, in fairness to him, he did nab them. He did uh, get them to admit uh, they claimed to be Ukrainian. They claimed to have come from Ukraine. Yeah. And, yet yeah, they were, yeah. and yet they were of fighting age, that, uh, 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 fighting age men. Yeah. Yeah. that aren't allowed to leave and one of them claimed to be 60 or something like that I, I did see the video um, and the one that claimed to be 60 was about 40 yeah, year old yeah yeah no I, I, I saw it but uh, sorry the point that I'm trying to make to you uh, is Samantha yeah. In all walks of life, uh, you get chancers. And uh, yes, uh, uh, yeah. they were chancers. There's no denying that. However, the vast majority of the 50,000 people who have come to this country from Ukraine need our help. And I absolutely agree with you. Did you? But we need to have a stop at some stage. We need to look after our own as well. And our own should come before anybody. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you, like you, just, you, you just used that expression again. You just use, hang on, you just use that expression again, forth. our own. And I want to refer back, hang on, no, 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 Jesus stop for a second. I want to refer back to the woman who is living in this country 15 years. Is she not one of our own now? She is one of our own, but oh we God, don't, don't mean so it like silly. that. Stop taking everything so per. How did you get into this job? You politically Is your correct. dad one of our own? Yes. Everybody who comes into this country and, you know, sets up home here, becomes one of our own. There you- so why does that it's woman, hang on for one second, phrase. after 15 years in this country, have to mind her voice so that people don't recognise her as I'm, a foreigner? Okay, first Adrian, of all... Adrian, can I tell you a yeah, situation that happened to me yesterday? And I put it up on the page. This is why I want to get in touch with you. I'm down at the Educate Together school where I live. 
And they have barriers on the estate next to the school, like little cones, street cones to stop you parking in the estate. Mm-hmm. So I moved one of the cones and I went into the estate because I couldn't find parking anywhere. As I was walking away, this gentleman, an Indian man, stopped me and he says to me, you're not allowed to park in there. I says to him, I'm very sorry, I says. As you can see, there's cars everywhere. I need to park somewhere to pick up the child. So I'm going to park here, I says, and I put the cone back when I come back after collecting the child. Mm-hmm. And as I was speaking to him, a group of people were walking by us while we were having the conversation. And in a very loud voice, he said, I'm living in this country seven years. This was the conversation. Nothing to do with him. Nothing to do, nothing racist, nothing was said like anything rude, nothing at all. But he waited until a group of his own nationality people were walking by and he shouts at me, I'm in this country seven years, out of the blue, nothing else. And I stood there shocked. I'm not going to lie to you, I stood there shocked. And then I just said to him, what's all this about? I said, I thought this was about a car. And he walked away from me and he says to me, I don't want to talk to you, he says. And that was the end of the conversation. But I could not believe what he said when he waited until a group of people walked by and said that to me as loud as he could so they could hear. Okay, no, no, like I said, I'm, I, I can um, actually bring stories like this all uh, day on this podcast. I'm not going to. Uh, my concern is, and I, re- I really do mean this, um, uh, Samantha, it, 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 when we have a them and us situation that some foreigners in this country don't feel uh, welcome, feel they have to do, uh, hide their voice so that Adrian, you, they don't prefer- get negative okay. comments, that's a sad state of okay, affairs. It really is, is. And that I is agree part, with you, that's very sad. But it I is very sad. I don't I think that that's happened that common, often. I don't think it's happening that often. Okay, my ha- no, it probably no. has happened once to this woman. I don't believe it's happening every time she gets on the bus. Ireland is a very... I've never, I've never heard of it, Eden. My yes. child is in a mixed school here where we live. And there's so many different nationalities at school. And not one of them hide their voices, let me tell you. Ireland Not is okay you have a couple of racist gobshites and you're always going to have that in every country as disgusting Absolutely, as it is you're yeah. never going to get rid and of that I, mentality and, and, I'm sorry child. the guy Kyle who brought this to us in the first place I would put him in that category by saying because, we need to look after no, no, Irish no, no, people no, too I no, don't put him in that by category starting, oh. by starting in his message we're at the stage where Irish people are almost the minority in our country I don't that's how he views it now if he if he was if his issue oh, because his it's it's bullshit it's rubbish. It doesn't matter what you think. You might think it's bullshit. I need, I'm telling you, I need a mega pint. I don't. <laughs> this, I think there's loads of different nationalities not, in the country. This uh, yeah, not, hang, hang on, hang on. This notion that Irish people are a minority in our own country is rubbish. No, that is rubbish. Yeah. But no I think it's unfair to call this guy a racist. I, If he was saying, I'm sick of looking at black people or I'm sick of looking at Ukrainians and okay, I just here's a guy his want, issue is that here's a guy uh, who thinks Irish people are a minority in our own country and he wants to shut the borders now seriously he's saying come on. no his issue if you read the message again his issue is that there is a crisis here that's not being I'm, addressed I'm not I am sure if, we, if yeah. that crisis was being addressed he wouldn't have an issue okay but he's taking that issue out on foreign people that's the problem oh and it should, the anger should be directed at the government I want to squeeze 100%. in just a couple more calls Rene oh. you're on opinions matter hi Rene Hi. <laughs> now, uh, what is your situation, please? I was recently living in a rented accommodation. And I was in there for about three months, give or take. And then Sarah can even witness this. My landlord wasn't registered with the CRTB. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't, she was renting illegally. And then because of all the hype of all the electric and everything, I had no choice but to choose my electric over my rent. So I had the 400 euro electric bill and I had to choose that instead of paying 98 euro for the next two weeks for rent. And then I got an eviction notice and she served me three days to get out my stuff and get out. So were you faced with a situation, uh, well firstly you had a bogey landlord which is awful to hear and there are quite a number of them around, but you were faced with a situation of nearly having to become homeless, were you? Yeah. And are you homeless now? Not currently, no. I've kindly had the opportunity to move back home because there's nowhere that I can afford it. Okay, so you, uh, so you do have a roof over your head at the moment? I do, currently, yes. Okay, but what was the point that you were trying to make with regard to this conversation where uh, the guy who sent us the message in the first place believes we need to look after our own first and all of that? 
Well, it's not. Well, I have someone commented there. I'm just reading. Um, and she said, we, we, we have taken, we've taken in so many people. We've not really had the chance to kind of plan for it and just be able to have, have the thing there, have the funds there, have everything there. For everyone coming over with the Ukraine anymore. I've not got an issue with it, but we should have had time to plan for it and be able to just... But she, how can you plan for something like that when war just breaks out overnight? You can't, unfortunately. Um, and we... We, along with the rest of Europe, had to uh, literally say, OK, we're here to help. We're here to help right now. And we did. You can't plan for something like that. Yeah. Would you, would you agree? You can't plan for something like that. You can't, unfortunately. So, in answer to the guy's message, he says that we need to uh, close the borders. Do you think we need to control our borders? No. Okay, but then we're still on the same page. And do you believe that uh, Irish people are almost a minority in our own country? Uh, so and so. It's difficult. No, but it's, it's, it's not true. It's just absolutely not true that uh, Indigenous Irish people have become, have become a minority in their own country. No, you see, I'm, I'm trying to highlight the point that uh, this sort of anger manifests itself then in uh, a growing... Uh, dislike and anger towards foreign nationals. And that is what is happening in this country. I can see it every day. And I heard it uh, in that message from uh, that I read out a couple of minutes ago. One last call on this. Let me go to, because we could be here all day by the sounds of it. Um, last call is on line two, and it is Dara. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Dara. Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Dara. Very quickly, Dara, what did you want to say? I just wanted to say, like, it's just awful with all the amount of ghost estates and all uh, throughout the country, and like. They well, they, they're they're less and less now. Most of those ghost estates are no longer ghost estates. Oh, there's lo- there's a whole apartment block in my estate that's just completely vacant, and it's, there could be so much more done. And how long has that been sitting there? Uh, good six or seven years now, I'd say. Okay, no, I don't. Obviously, I don't know the circumstances. I don't know what the issue is uh, with that. But uh, no, we shouldn't have any derelict buildings. We shouldn't have any empty buildings. Uh, all our buildings should be uh, occupied. But there are various reasons that that building could be tied up in a court case, or uh, I don't know what the circumstances. But you have something to say be, yeah. about everything. You have an answer to defend the government. I'm not defending everything. anybody. I'm saying there could be a reason oh. that that derelict and, building and, is sitting there, and not just the fact. But anyway, that sorry, Dar- is uh, sorry, Dar- What did you? What was the point you were trying to make? That like, um, I'd love to see it being like built and stuff, like with people instead of like just being lying there and like you know. And again, I'm not. I'm not arguing the point. I don't think. Uh, I think we should be speeding up the process of uh, identifying derelict buildings, of getting buildings back into the market as mm-hmm. quickly as possible, and all of that. Uh, but to go back to uh, what we were talking about, that group in uh, Dublin the other day that were evicted. You can't just go and take no. buildings. You can't. I want to squeeze in one final WhatsApp voice note, and this is from Keith. Well, going on last since fucking the start of the year, um, he's going on about Ukrainian refugees, which is all right. He's going on about how much he's hating on the Russian people. What's going to happen now with Russia's, Russian people like abandoning their country and all massing up at borders and all the ground there? Like, are you going to start taking them in here now? So the order is going to be pushed back to the end of the queue where we actually house people who's running from uh, from Russia and Ukraine when it's only the east of Ukraine that's at war. There's nothing happening when the rest of Ukraine all the way back to the western borders. But yet they come out to this country and they get what they like, when they like. And if you open your mouth, right, you're a racist or the new word is xenophobe. Xenophobe, whatever it is that you're afraid of foreign nationals, which is fucking bullshit. There's a jealousy problem in this country. And you can say how much is this affecting people right now in the country. You can see with the homeless crisis, the poverty in this country alone. And what are they doing? They're opening up the borders and they're letting them flood in that much that they don't know who's coming in, what's coming in, the background, any murderers, rapists, because Russia did open up its prisons to conscript all the, the, the young men into war. And what are they doing? They're bailing. They're legging it straight to the border and they're coming into countries like this where the Russian authorities have no power and you can't check up on them. 
The same way with the Asian people who's going into Ukraine, pretending they're Ukrainian, are coming over here to the land of milk and honey, as they call it. And again, Keith, I mentioned this a couple of minutes ago. Yes, there are always uh, chancers. There are always people that will chance the rhyme. I want to squeeze in one final message from Lauren. I actually don't believe that for a second that she has to hide her voice because we have a huge community of Polish, of loads of di- all the different nationalities, and there's massive amounts of, and they do not. There's no need for them to hide their accent around like that. They absolutely don't. They're at the kids' school and they speak in their own language and not a bother. There's not a bother on them. Like I don't see why anyone would hide their accent or the nationality or be afraid to show. I don't believe that for a second. All right, Lauren. Thank you very much indeed for uh, your message. Thank you, all of you, for getting involved. It was a lively conversation now. You are... What? What? Spit it out there, Casey. You've got this anger on your face. I have this anger pent up and it would be inappropriate if I punched it. (laughs) But that is what I would like (laughs) to do. That's what you'd like to do, is it? That's what I would like to do, yeah. It's great working with you, too. (sighs) Thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, and this is like nothing else you will hear uh, on any other podcast or on any radio station in Ireland, because uh, debate on Irish radio has become a little bit uh, boring. If you enjoyed the liner at the start of the show and the liners that have been playing throughout (laughs) the show, please click subscribe (laughs) so you can hear more liners with my name on it. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah forget the show if you enjoyed the liners please click subscribe to the Opinions Matter podcast thank you for listening to the <laughs> podcast please tip subscribe or follow or whatever it was can she we just said. play it again no please no please I'll, I'll, I'll go away if you play once more okay. I'll leave you alone forever here it is one more yeah. time it's Ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live callers and live debates it's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie 